Hey, it's H1, and we're about to be running it back with another episode. And listen here, first of all, this is the last episode. I am so sorry. This is the last episode of season three. And I'm about to end it off with some tips on playing chess under time pressure. And not even under time pressure, just in general, playing chess and blitz, um, just, just a little bit more knowledge in this little sector over here because time never stops when you're playing chess and when you get low on time have you ever felt that that anxious feeling that oh man i need to win the game and hurry up and ah if i don't win the game then i'm gonna start messing up and blundering and ah i already lost a rook have you ever felt that before well h1 has i've I had to inherit the mindset of staying confident when I'm under 25 seconds and not to blunder a queen because I have blundered so many pieces under time control, just under time. And sometimes that can be a big weakness if you don't get that taken care of. So that's what I want to talk about today, how we can basically defeat time. And I got a few ideas. H1 has a few ideas. Let me plug in my stuff first, just like I always do. First of all, I have an Instagram called H1 Chess. I have a Facebook called Chess Chess Knowledge. Man, I can't talk. Chess Knowledge with H1. I have a YouTube called Chess Knowledge with H1. And guess what? I am on Twitter. And you know what? I might be messing with Twitter now. Hey, I I did not know that there were many people that be on Twitter, but there really is. So you know what? H1 is coming on Twitter with with some chess videos. So if you love Twitter, that's a good thing for you. Follow me on Twitter. Let's get that Twitter popping. Let's get that Twitter crack a lacking. (laughs) Okay, let's get to the next segment. Ah... Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, this is H1, and we are going to be going over some tips on how to deal with time. And the first question that we're going to be considering is, which time control should you be playing? Now, we know what's the most fun. Blitz is the most fun time control you can ever play. I know it. I've been wasting my life when I was a teenager past tense because I'm not a teenager I was wasting my life in my room playing bullet tournaments playing blitz tournaments instead of doing what I should have been doing which was playing longer time controls 
Playing longer time controls is the best for your chess knowledge. It makes you better. It makes you progress a lot faster than playing short time controls. I'm going to tell you that. But at the same time, I'm not going to just take away the joy that you have from chess. So if you love playing Blitz, then keep on playing. If that's going to keep you playing chess, then do it. Because H1 is never going to stop playing Blitz. But I kind of equal it out. For example, I start out playing chess online with like a good classical or rapid game. And then I trash all that knowledge and then play like 10 bullet games. <laughs> you should play more longer games. It helps you out a lot. I remember going to chess tournaments and then after the chess tournament, I go online, play some blitz. And I realize, wow, I'm seeing all these moves. I'm playing a lot better. I'm I'm so accurate. I'm I'm getting out of these tactical positions easily. And then a week passed by and I haven't played any classical or rapid game. And then I start getting back to the rating where I was at. And I'm like, oh, snap, that sucks. I, I didn't keep it because I wasn't continually playing longer time controls. So keep that in mind. Now, avoiding losing on time. I know we I know we just cut through that just super fast. But I just wanted to get this off, you know, off my outline. And I just want to take off the Band-Aid super fast because everybody hates losing and we need to avoid losing on time. You either have the problem going down on time or going too fast. Um, I've seen students mess up. Like, this is what happened to some people. You go too fast in the opening. You go too fast in the middle game. And then you realize that you're losing. And then when you realize that you're losing, then you start thinking. That is not when you start thinking. You start thinking when you are going through your opening moves. You should start thinking before you start losing. (laughs) And then there's another problem. You think too slow. And you have to hurry up. And you think too slow because... You're trying to find the best move of the position. And there are critical moments when you have to find the most accurate move. But in the opening, it is not as critical to find the most accurate move unless you don't know the opening. And that means you just wasn't prepared. But usually in the opening, you shouldn't be taking about, I don't know, 30 minutes in the opening when you should already know it. So that's my first tip on avoiding losing on time control is to know the openings that you are playing before you play a chess game. Know your openings, and this will boost your speed in the beginning, if you're losing on time in the beginning. But then you might be asking H1, well, what if, just what if, (laughs) what if I am slow in the middle game and I can't get through it? Because there are just too many things happening, too many tactical maneuvers, strategy. My opponent is doing too much stuff, and I can't prepare for that. Man, that was a weird voice by H1. But that's when chess puzzles become your best friend. Chess puzzles, chess puzzles, chess puzzles. It helps you make decisions in critical moments. Noticing your 
chess tactic patterns, and strategy patterns will help you search for the best move faster. What's the best way to do this? What's the best way to get faster in regular games just with chess puzzles? Because you might be thinking, oh man, but on a chess puzzle, I have all day, I have all the time in the world to do that chess puzzle. And I can calculate anything, and I can get a pen and pencil, um, pen and paper out. I can, I can solve the problem in two hours. Well, this is what I want you to do. If you're under 1600 and you're on chess.com or leadchess.org or any other platform that has chess puzzles, if you're under 1600, it should take at least 30 seconds to one minute to solve the problem. Just test yourself, make it a game. If you're above that, it should take up to two or three minutes to solve that puzzle. And then if you're above like 2300, 2400 in chess puzzles, it should take you only five minutes to solve that. Make it a game. Put yourself on a timer and let that timer go and just start calculating as fast as your brain allows you to go. And that will help you calculate things when you're low on time a lot faster, especially in blitz games. Especially in blitz games. And you don't even have to find the best move. Just find the move that still keeps you on the board. That still allows it to be a balanced position. Now, one other thing to avoid losing on time. Many of my kids, they lose on time. And then I wonder, like, how do they lose on time? Many of my students back in the day. And then I watch them. And they're looking at the board. And then they're studying the board. They're trying to find the truth of the board. And then I notice something very spectacular. Very different. Is that they never, never, until I remind them. Which I don't remind them at a tournament. I just let them lose. They never glance at the clock the clock is part of the game the clock is your best friend it's in the sidelines rooting for you you have to keep a good eye on the clock when you're in a position when you're in a chess position any phase of the board because you don't want to have bad time management You want to have good time management and balance your time with each phase of the game and allow you to have some time at the end to finish the game off. Now, it is good to be ahead of your opponent. And that is the expectation, but I know that it doesn't happen all the time because maybe your opponent is one of those players that plays too fast and maybe they just got lucky and played the best moves. Well, you still have to take your time to decipher what's going on, but you still have to have good time management where you can end the game if you get a good position after the middle game. If you are in a position that is a critical moment, you have to determine what is your good moves. You don't have to find the best move because you have to take in consideration the time that you're spending on that move. But if you just find 
maybe the second best move, or maybe just the third best move. And maybe just the fourth best move. Maybe the fourth best move still keeps you on the board and keeps the tension on the chessboard. As long as you can play the game throughout. And you can find the best move after the game. You can still look at the game. Just make sure that you're keeping a good eye on the clock and having good time management. This is the waiting room segment. Chess history by H1. And the person we are going to be considering today is Nona Kamprindashvili. She was the first woman to be awarded the FIDE title Grandmaster, which occurred in 1978. Which might be too late, but I digress. She was the fifth Women's World Chess Champion, 1962 to 1978. She was born on May 3rd, 1941. And her peak rating was 24.95. And born in Georgia. My bad. I forgot that part. She was born in Georgia. Thank you for listening. Hey, this is H1, and we're about to get down to business. Trying to figure out the best way to use time for your benefit, especially when you're ahead of time. When you're ahead of time, what are you supposed to do? Well, H1 is going to be delivering you what to do with that time because that's what H1 does. And that's what's up. (laughs) Oh, man. But when you're ahead in time and your opponent is low in time, you're supposed to be still causing them threats to cause your opponent to use more time. Cause them threats. To make sure that they use more time. I know it's our instinct to be like, oh, since they're playing fast to get out of time, then I should play fast too. No, not even caring about the move that I'm playing. No, that's that's not what you're supposed to be doing. You should be keeping the initiative by staying alert. Staying at home. Um, drink some water on that one. That note that I just hit was not accurate. But staying aggressive. Do not let down the pressure. Look for tempos or forcing moves to keep the initiative. And this is the number one thing. This is the number one important thing for you to do. Before every move, when you're looking at every one of your opponent's moves, make sure that your opponent's threats are absolute. 
make sure that your opponent's threats are non-existent. You see them and then destroy them. Weigh them out first because you can maybe still continue your plan if their plan is stupid. But if their plan is actually legitimate, make sure that their plan is not allowed in your book. Don't write their plan in your book, in your plan. Just skip it all together. And then when they're in time pressure, they have to figure out another plan because you just stopped it. And that just (laughs) then their brand is anxious. You're making them feel like that example that I put through you in the beginning. If you're ahead in time, try your best not to equal the battlefield on time. For example, if you're at three minutes and your opponent is at one minute, don't get back to one minute with your opponent to equal out the battlefield. You was just winning on time. That could be an advantage outside the chessboard. You didn't know that can happen. You can use the clock as a weapon you can use the clock as a best friend don't use the clock as somebody that is distant like an ex-friend or uh, ex-wife or husband you know don't don't do that and i know some ex-wives or husbands are still friends with the with their main like ex-wife or husband I, not those weird situations i'm talking about those situations where it gets ugly and then the ex-wife just leaves the husband because of something horrible and they never talk ever again i'm talking about that don't don't put the clock in that situation where you're not able to reconnect with that clock anymore okay don't feel pressure to do the best for the position depending on the time control don't do the best move and i know that i have been repeating that for a while but when it's shorter time controls if you have time if you're playing a one hour game you better be finding the best move don't do anything less but if you're playing some blitz especially if you're playing some bullet why are you trying to find the best move there's not just the best move in chess in some chess positions there can be the second best move the third best move the fourth best move and then everything else is just garbage (laughs) and that's how chess works so when you find a perfectly good variation that still gives you a winning position just take it make it make it easier on yourself don't put yourself into that mindset that oh man i gotta make this accurate to get this win no just get the win Just get the win. Man, it's so simple. Okay, what to do when you're down on time? When you're down on time, you just get on your knees and pray that your opponent will think for, I don't know, to the level that time that you're at. Like, so you're the one minute and your opponent's the three minute. Just just pray or wish that your opponent just thinks for two minutes. And then you can get back in the game. (laughs) Because if you're playing a good opponent, they're not going to let you get back in the game very easily. They're not going to do that. So you know what you got to do? You have to try harder when you're down on time to cause your opponent's threats 
double checks, double threats, and make sure that you are taking care of all your opponent's threats, all of your opponent's forcing moves very precisely and quickly because you're not going to have enough time to to think about things. When you're down on time, it's important to not lose. And sometimes it's important to trade pieces as soon as possible. And depending on the situation, don't be don't be playing. I know there's some situations that it is not good to trade pieces, and then there are some situations that it is good to trade pieces. Just like just follow the principles, make sure that they're flowing, and and I just wish you luck on that. Especially if you're playing a good opponent. You know? But if you're down on time control, just make sure that um, you're prepared for a battle. And you're prepared to make some very inaccurate moves to just get ahead on time. And maybe, just maybe your opponent will mess up then take that time just take a little bit of time to be like oh man if i do that 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 then i get that last fork then i get their queen and then they're gone i win h1 wins (laughs) yeah but there's not really much to say but you can still psychologically use that time to your advantage because I've said everything you could do ahead of time, right? I've said everything, every advantage you could do when you're ahead of time, but you can use that to your advantage by thinking that your opponent might just give you a chance if they just go fast with you or what if they do something wrong or they blunder and they just want to finish you off but they blundered and you find that move to finish them off psychologically they might think that they're the king of the world since they're two minutes ahead of you But then you make them realize, hey, I'm used to playing in low time pressure. (laughs) I'm used to this. Who do you think you are? Because I'm the GOAT. I'm the greatest of all time. They call me Bobby Fischer in my hood. (laughs) Oh, man. Oh, man. This this. This episode is long past due. mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.
I appreciate every single person, every single adult, every single kid, every single person, literally, H1 appreciates you that have been listening. We have got this podcast to a level that I didn't think was possible, especially for somebody that is doing this solo, by themselves, no help whatsoever, one man army, H1 did it with y'all help. And you know what? I'm proud of everybody. We have succeeded in this. Clap it up. The knowledge is going to keep on coming. Just because this is the end of the third season doesn't mean that this is the end of the podcast. We're we're still going to we're going to season 10. <laughs> what are you talking about? You think I ran out of ideas? We are going till there is no other topics to talk about on YouTube. <laughs> wow. Oh my goodness. Did I just say YouTube? Did I Oh my gosh. I'm not supposed to say that here. Oh my. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, on here on this podcast though. I'm going to talk about every single thing. Don't worry. I'm not ending this anytime soon. I love doing this. I I get in my pajamas and my t-shirt. Sometimes I get in my jeans and my t-shirt. Sometimes I get in my suit and my t-shirt. You know, it's always a t-shirt. It's always a t-shirt. And I just get prepared for this. You You should just ask my wife and she'd be like, man, aren't you supposed to be spending time with me? And then I'm like, I gotta do this for the boys and girls. I gotta do this for everybody. I got to keep this consistent. And I have been doing it for about eight months. Wow. I'm loving doing this. I, I really do. H1 will be back doing this podcast, doing this episodes. Start in season four. And season four is going to be a banger, just like Attack on Titan. But season four, May 4th. May 4th. Fourth on a Tuesday again, May fourth. So I'm gonna be taking a, a month long um, break just to make sure that I got all my outlines wrote out, that I got all my information to give to you, so that you can progress learning about chess knowledge, chess wisdom, chess understanding. And in the meantime, you already know what you can do. You already know if you're like, hey, I want some more H1. I want some more chess knowledge, chess wisdom, chess understanding. I need I need this. I have a Patreon. I have a YouTube channel, which is free. You can, you can subscribe for free. I have an Instagram. I have a Twitter now. I even have a LinkedIn. I'm everywhere. Just search up h1 chess or chess knowledge with h1 and i'm everywhere so don't be shy listen up listen up this is what i want to tell you don't be shy message me if you want to play some games on the break i'm only chess 
leechess.org, Davon, D-A-V-A-U-N, 12. And I'm on chess.com, Davon, H1N1, D-A-V-A-U-N, H1N1. So I'm present. And if you didn't get that accurately, then just text me on Instagram and I will definitely give you the accounts that you need to play me in some games if you want to. Because we're a family. This is the H1 fam. Just listen to the trailer. I recorded that in a car. In a 2008 Toyota Corolla. Well, 2009. 2009 Toyota Corolla. And we made something that is super dope. And if you like this, if you like this podcast, just give a good review on the Apple Tunes or online on Spotify. And that will bump this up way faster. Hopefully you appreciate this. And you know what? Very soon, very shortly, we're going to be running this back with another episode on May 4th. Please wait for me. (laughs) Yeah. Peace.